Welcome to the From the Frontlines podcast. This is Sam Thomas, and I'm here with Mike Griffin. Mike is the director of the Georgia Baptist Public Affairs Ministry. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Sam, it's good to be with you today. Mike's going to be on for a couple of different episodes. We're going to tackle in, in future episodes with with Mike, um, how the church should engage. We'll do an episode on that, but we'll also do an episode on this past session and how we work together with Georgia Baptist, Frontline Policy, work together with Georgia Baptist, and how important it is to have a team down there. But today we're going to focus primarily on the life issue, especially with the upcoming Dobbs decision that could happen any day now. So Mike, tell us what that means for Georgia and specifically our heartbeat bill. Well, the heartbeat bill, one of the great things about it is that it does acknowledge uh, the personhood of the pre-born at the moment of a beating heart, right. which uh, Justice Blackman in the uh, majority opinion said, you know, if we could establish the personhood of the child inside of the womb, of course, the abortion rights case would fall because they would be protected under the 14th Amendment. Mm-hmm. So that was a driving motivation behind why they allowed abortion to take place because they couldn't determine the personhood of the child the pre-born and the legislature said, you know, had never taken right and never had and of course i think there was a further um writing that said well you know our biology our theology and science has not derived to the point that we can't determine that so they basically turned our justice system upside down on its head because typically you're supposed to be you know, you are innocent till proven guilty unless you're in the womb. Right. In the womb, you're guilty till we can prove you're innocent. Our heartbeat bill under Governor Kemp attempted to establish that fact that they said we needed to at the moment of a heartbeat, that that is indeed a person based off of, you know, legal uh, precedent because of what was said in the Supreme Court. Uh, biological precedent. I mean, you have that biology and just pure reason and just common sense that a five-year-old looking at an ultrasound could tell you that's a baby right there. It's a human being. Right. It's not a, uh, it's not a blob of tissue. I carry around with me. I don't have with me today, but usually a 10, 12 week baby, uh, that shows what it looks like at, at 10 to 12 weeks, which is about at the time to which they can start giving abortion pills, and a lot of women don't realize those babies look, but they look like babies right there. You know, just they're just small. And um, you know, I think if that case is, um, you know, is ruled upon favorably, and we have either a changing of the viability level or a total overturning of Roe, I think you'll see the Eleventh Circuit enact and say that our bill. Uh, our, our law is constitutional, mm-hmm. and I think that we will see a protection of of the majority of all babies up to six weeks here in the state of Georgia. Right. So I think we're looking at a phenomenal move in the right way. Parenthetically, though, our fight is not over. It actually has just begun right. in a greater level on the state. But typically, state legislation... Uh, during, during Roe versus Wade was we're going to try to as much as possible save as many lives based off of whether it's viability or whatever, you know, the, all those different scales that they had. But now once that's removed, then it's going to be now the state's going to have the full authority. And again, those those previous legislations were also had a secondary purpose of 
of appealing the decision of Roe, which eventually happened through the Dobbs case. And um, so now that that's taken care of, now it's going to be more important that Christians become more involved politically with making sure we have people who are pro-life, not only by saying it, but by doing it when they get to the Capitol. Right. we got to make sure we protect that heartbeat legislation. we got to make sure that we educate and continue to restrict more and more as we can mm-hmm. uh, because all life is worthy of protection. No matter where it is, how it was, uh, came into being, it doesn't matter. We're, there, we're to protect all innocent human life because it's creating the image of God. Right. And respect for God means you have respect for life. Secondly, the church has got to step up. And I've said, I said this at the Capitol the other day, I was with Cole. Uh, I re- I've written a couple of articles in the Christian Index that saying that it's time for the church to stand up because the church's hand is about to be called. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so by that I mean, uh, you know, uh, we, we've got to step up. The church has got to step up by way of uh, we've got to continue to educate on why the sanctity human life issue is important. And we've got to make sure that women and babies are going to be taken care of, that they can look to the church as that safety net now. Because I stood out there at Planned Parenthood doing sidewalk counseling and worked with those counselors, and they've told me that those women will say a lot of times when they're asked why are they there, that we're here because we don't know of anywhere else to go. Well, we need to make sure that that's not said anymore. People, that These women can say, I know where I can go. I can go to a church, I can go to a pregnancy center or whatever, and they're going to be Christians going to love me, take care of me. Right. And then, you know, we've got to step back up in the area of parenting. Parents have got to step back up in, in caring for their for their kids, um, you know, and making sure that our marriages are strong, make sure that we have male leadership in the home because so many of the problems we're seeing uh, among our young people today are in fatherless homes. So we've got to make marriage great again. We've got to make men great again. And then, again, Christians have got to step back up, and that meaning they've got to get involved and make sure they're part of the legislative process, either by getting the right people elected, running themselves, getting involved. So anyway, I think our our hand is about to be called, and and it ought to be a glorious, wonderful time for it to be called, saying, yeah, we're going to show to you, we're going to prove to you that we – are truly pro-life, not just by uh, what we have said in the pulpit or in the Sunday school room. We actually want to be involved in ministry. And Georgia Baptist and our Mission Georgia program have five different issues, uh, emphasis that we deal with, dealing with different issues that are out there, and one of them has to do with pre- and postnatal care. And so I think the uh, Betsy's Law is going to help us out with that, make mm-hmm. sure that we got maternity care homes for the women and uh, we're very active also, Georgia Baptist, in uh, foster care and adoptive care, uh, making sure that Georgia Baptists are involved in ministering to these kids. We're looking at twelve to 14,000 children are in the foster care need right now in our state. And uh, if we just had one family from every Georgia Baptist church, we could make a thousands of differences you know (laughs) absolutely well it's um you know it's a loaded topic because there's so much to think about in a post-row world um one of the things i think that that people 
one, you should appreciate that you live in a state where we're prepared for this moment because there are a lot of states where now they have to decide yep. what, what they're going to do, and we at least have a heartbeat law in place. Um, but two, um, the Supreme Court is not forcing our heartbeat law on us. It's the law of the land because it passed through the process, and it could just as easily be changed through the process for the better or for the worse. That's right. Um, and that's something that we got to be cognizant of the fact that uh, we are one bad election cycle away. Our house, entire state house up for re-election every two years. That's right. Entire state senate. We are one bad election cycle away from being in the same boat that California's in, that New York's in. Um, well, God's people got to be sober and vigilant. Yeah. I mean, we, this is a great opportunity, but... You know, it could end up being a two-edged sword. You can cut both ways. You can Absolutely. cut forward and save lives, or you can turn around and start cutting back the other direction, and we go back into the same uh, problems that we had, you know, in a pre-row world. Yeah. You know, or a when we were under-row, should I say. Yeah, Before it, was, it failed. Hopefully Absolutely. it will. Well, Mike, thanks so much for taking your time to uh, to be with me today on the podcast. It has been great. Talked about a lot of great things. Um, you have anything else you want to discuss before we wrap up? No, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you and Cole Musio and, and the whole team. Cole's put together a great team. Uh, you guys are doing a great job of of covering all the different facets that need to be there, whether it be in church or business, lobbying, education, um, you know, all that you're doing, getting involved in races and helping with debates and all these types of things. I really appreciate that um, because Georgia Baptist love working with y'all and we love working with a number of organizations down at the Capitol because again, we're all, we're all on the same team. Mm -hmm. We're all heading in the same direction, working together. So uh, thank y'all and thank you for the opportunity to, to be a part of your work here today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, we appreciate you and uh, look forward to next time. So thanks for tuning in to the from the front lines podcast. I know today's episode was a little short, but we really felt like we wanted to tackle this one specific issue. Stay tuned, because any day now we'll be posting future episodes with Mike. Uh, One of those episodes talking about Georgia Baptist and frontline policy and how we work together down in session, some of the issues that we were working together on. We're also going to do an episode specifically targeted towards the church and how the church should and should not engage in the political process. I think that episode is going to be great and very informative, so stay tuned for that. Until next time, thanks for joining us.